Welcome to episode 54. My name is Wes, and we are ready to introduce a whole new set of characters. You may have loved Safi, but just wait till you meet Reaper. And some may argue with me about Darius and Miri and how they may have gotten away and lived on and ventured some more, but I'm the GM, and believe me, they did not. If you disagree, you can find and argue with me on our Discord server. You can find a link to that on our website, www.backpationetwork.com. And now, the moment you have all been waiting for. We have a winner for the contest we've been running. Congratulations to Aaron! You'll be getting that Galarian Digital Campaign book package from Paizo. You'll be getting an email very, very soon, Aaron. Thank you for playing. And thank you to everybody else who listened enough to answer those extremely difficult questions. And thank you for taking the time to send them in. We'll be running another giveaway at some point in the future. And if we don't get to make an intro about it, you'll only learn about that contest if you follow us on Twitter or stay up to date in our Discord server. You can find us on Twitters at BackPatioNet. As a wise janitor once said, I don't believe in the moon. I think it's just the back of the sun. Please enjoy the beginning of Season 2 of Rocks and Rune Lords, now with Episode 54. Show. Not anti Brocho. You are an old man. I wish I was. <laughs> you are an no, old no, no. man. It was um, <laughs> Repair Shop on Netflix. Okay, not quite as old, but you're still old. Still, repair Shop. Yeah. It's an amazing show. If you have not watched Repair Shop yet, you really should. They repair old antiques. We watched uh, Making It with uh, uh, Ron Swanson. Oh, yeah. I've heard that was really good. I think you suggested that to me. It's, but they repaired an old Victrola one ooh, time. And there's wild. no electricity involved. Yeah, you crank it up, up. You get the spring nice and tight. And it starts going and rotates the thing around. And it's just, it's literally the ups and downs. Da-da, 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 I have an old Victrola in my house. Yep. Oh, do you? It works. Ish. Well, well it, it, needs new nato- it needs new needles. Okay. You should be able to find those pretty yeah, easy. They're basically one-time use disposable ones. Oh, really? Yeah. Gotcha. That's what sucks. The sound quality deteriorates after every single play. Oh, that sucks. So that I can have, get expensive real quick. Speaking of watching things, no. I have officially caught up. I've watched all The Witcher. I've watched all The Mandalorian. Nope. I'm now catching up on uh, Star Wars Rebels with uh, the Phoenix Squad. Oh, yeah. I'm on like season two. Uh, I've watched Rebels. That's good. Did you ever watch I Clone like Wars? I've, I've seen like the first three seasons, and I know they're bringing it back, actually. Are they're they really? Yeah, it makes more sense. seasons. Yep. But that's my next list is to... I'm doing all my Star Wars stuff because I just watched episode nine yesterday. Nice. We watched the first two episodes of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yeah. We it's, haven't had time to watch anymore. It is so good. I mean, yeah. I've got complaints, obviously, because yeah. I'm a fan. <laughs> I, uh, but... Yeah, I don't have Disney Plus. I just got Hulu back so that I could watch uh, the latest season of Letterkenny. And I think <laughs> next, I think next month we'll pick up some Disney Plus. But I, I assume you, you were going to say that you uh, so that we, you could rewatch Scrubs. I was about to say, <laughs> well, I didn't know they were making more Scrubs. Yeah. I was yeah. Yeah. They don't have to make any new Scrubs. The old one is perfect. The old one is perfect. And uh, yes, I did go back and watch uh, the episode. All one. Of them? I, well, not yet. Okay. Uh, just the pilot. <laughs> Right. I have my favorite episodes I go through and watch now. Uh, so Dr. Cox is still my favorite character. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yes. Is that everybody's? Yes. Is that not just I don't okay. know. I've, I really like JD like as a main character. Oh, JD's awful. He is a <laughs> terrible person. And that's what terrible. I love about him. I felt so bad for him when he got the DUI on the scooter. Oh, right. But then when I rewatched the whole series, I'm like, he kind of deserved it. Oh, he was totally a dick to the janitor. Because I love yeah. at the end, the janitor's like, you never tried. Yep. Like, so like if JD episode. would, yeah, there was like a couple of uh, episodes where the janitor like literally brought tickets to a baseball game. But of course, the janitor being the janitor, he's like, so you like uh, want to go catch like a baseball game or something like really sarcastic. And JD's like, oh, fine, walks off and he actually pulls the tickets out of his pocket. He's like, I was see, you, not you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think one of my favorites with JD is where he has to wear all these different kinds of clothes, but together they make a good outfit. 
But like oh the, yeah, the, the, the it's when he's going on a date with that one girl, and like yeah. It, so anything by itself looks garbage. Yes, and for <laughs> some reason that he has to pull a layer off and Everything a layer off. Everything goes wrong during the day. And the last thing is like wearing this cut off red t shirt yep. and like shorts on the back of a scooter and it had a bad date. <laughs> he uh, he borrowed somebody's car because they were actually in the car at that point and they hit a raccoon. Yep, and they have to bring the or an opossum and they bring it to the vet to get so he taken care of. Right? Yeah, and yeah. then he hits a homeless guy in a box and so then they have to go back to the hospital and then they think they might have bird flu so they get locked in the hotel or the hospital all night. <laughs> he says. SARS and then yeah, it's SARS. Oh, it could be SARS, and then it's like all the gates fall and trap. Yeah, I've <laughs> seen Scrubs way, way too many times. Sounds like it. Yeah, I just refinished watching yeah. all but the last season. Uh, well, the one that doesn't count. Well, see, and then here's <laughs> I'm going to put it on air if we if this actually ever goes in. Uh, the last season of Scrubs is good if you actually enjoy it for an extra episode, like a spinoff, but. They end it right as they're making the transition from uh, from these stereotypical characters. They do a flip, and they did the same thing in Scrubs, where here are the stereotypes, and they establish all the characters, and then they start playing with those stereotypes. When the show ends, they're just starting to play yeah. with those stereotypes, and it's just about to get really, really good. So it's it's new characters, right? The last season, it is, is that right? They I, have I some they yeah. have some transitions with JD and Turk and Doctor Cox are all there. Yeah, they're no longer interns; they're actually they're teachers yeah. at a Sacred Heart teaching school because okay. the old place got knocked down. It's really kind of funny how they establish yeah. all this. But For me, if you just treat it as a new TV show sure. and not Scrub Season Nine and or whatever it is, then that's where they screwed up. They didn't make it an extra. They didn't make it an actual spinoff, and they didn't let it go long enough to allow uh, the creator to actually make you fall in love with these characters. Right. Hmm. I I still have my favorite scene of all the scrubs and it's that bro moment where he knocks himself out doing the hook shot so he oh, just yeah. lays down beside him it's like I didn't want you to feel weird so I just laid down beside you till you woke you're up. a good friend <laughs> <That's right. laughs> uh, Adam's just smiling with thin lips like yeah, you've never whatever. seen scrubs never, 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 never watched you, it you, I can't when it was on them. TV it was too mature for me if that yeah. makes sense like I was yeah. like 15 or 16 and I was like what this show is fucking boring yeah. uh Okay, <laughs> so we're all Low. trying. We are all trying to avoid what happened last week. Yeah, let's break for Taco Bell. <laughs> you, yep, we were Bye. there. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Rocks and Rumble. <laughs> so last week, everybody, well, two people died, and quite frankly, one of my favorite characters of all time was part of that. Uh, I got to tell you, being the person who rolled the dice to kill Safi hurt. I cried all day. Imagine being the listener that submitted that crit card. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a great that one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you were going to die either way, but yeah, they murdered Safi. Oh my, yeah. God. that's awful. You can't put bad. that on somebody out there. Sure, I can. Okay, <laughs> yeah. we just did. Okay, it's done. <laughs> so we've had some time yeah. to think about what we wanted to do, and here we are. Uh, I just, I've, I've never listened to another actual play podcast that has dealt with a TPK, a total party kill. And granted, Miri and Darius both survived. However, talking with you guys off air, we've kind of come to the conclusion that without Safi to hold the two of you there, it would be really tough to continue on for your characters. Like, why would Miri, other than like maybe trying to get revenge, but at this point, Zanisha has kicked your ass hard. Yeah. So ru- running and hiding in a hole seems appropriate for your characters. What's and even that? then, I don't know, like, Darius and Miri didn't have a whole lot of interaction with each other. I mean, we had that one day together in Magnamar, but... Yeah, I mean, Darius and Miri don't... They There's no attachment, really, I between mean, the, the two of them. There was so the bat situation. There was the bat, and it was fun <laughs> and everything, but, I mean, the only thing in that story that Darius is going to continue on is the book that he has, and just looking at that. But that has nothing necessarily to do with Zanisha. There's no nothing pointing to it, so he's okay with just... Nope and right out. Yeah. What about Miri? Same way. Yeah. I mean, Miri was kind of looking for her last adventure. And as far as she <laughs> was concerned, she almost had it. You know, <laughs> that was, that was it. For her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because I, I mean, she had lived a full life of adventure. She wanted something to kind of end it on, you know, and this was it. Like, if, if they didn't beat Zanisha, there's no point for her to really keep going. I mean, she's happy to go back home and keep selling clothes and live. And someone that powerful, <laughs> wow. I mean, Darius probably doesn't have anything that he could even think of to counter that. It's going to be an entirely new group of people doing it, and he's just going to stand in the background and watch them do it. There was nothing he could do against Zanisha. I could see Darius sitting at that bar and betting on people, you know? Yeah, but that's close to where Zanisha just killed two people, so Fair enough, is he yeah. going to go back there? And no. he didn't knock the tower down, so he didn't win the bet. Yeah, there's no reason for him to even go back to that area. Or stay yeah. in Magnamar at all. So, 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 Matt, I think you're the longest 
best, longest running player out of all five of us. Uh, have you ever dealt with a TPK before? I don't think so. Usually somebody is going to get away. At least one or, person. Do we have yeah. any TPKs in New Path? I mean, I know well, it's been like a year. There was one that's designed for TPK. That's yeah. right. Uh, besides that, I don't think there was a TPK. Uh, I don't, and that doesn't really count. Yeah, because yeah, it, it was. Yeah. I mean, it was made it's to kill. Off. It was right. made. To, it was designed to see how long players can last against sure. overwhelming odds without rest. So, sure. yeah, but yeah, one still lived in there. That's right. He did get away. So yeah. that wasn't even a TPK. He teleported out. Yeah, that's right. And then <laughs> reading some of the uh, some of the uh, things that they turned in for that playtest, there were one or two actual groups that succeeded in beating that adventure. I would like to see what they were playing because. I know what was in that adventure, and there's no way in hell that that group you guys were playing was going to even come close. We were close. high enough level, yeah. really, to I even mean, touch people. I mean, it was rough, yeah. But as far as TPKs, no. I don't think I've ever... I almost had one in my home group uh, I'm running. I had people falling left and right, but they finally won. No, I don't think so. Hmm. Yep. And so what we've uh, actually... It sounds like what we've established is TPKs are really hard because somebody is probably going to get away. They're going to, like, the last person standing is going to realize shit's going down yep. and they're going to run away. And there's enough ways, especially in Pathfinder, to get out of battle, to disengage. Especially casters. Somebody's going to mm-hmm. get away. Yeah. Invisibility, teleport. I mean, yeah. there's all sorts of ways. Fly. To caster. Fly. So yeah. After something like this happens, like, granted, not everybody died, but they got hurt enough that they're going to run away. How do you deal with a new party coming in? Like, what are some tricks that you, uh, our listeners could use? Like, if they ever have to deal with a brand new party, what what are some ways to bring in a new group, especially in an ad- adventure path where there is a fairly linear storyline to follow? You don't. You just go home and cry yourself to sleep every night. <laughs> well, that's why we're uh, role playing all together. All together. And, <laughs> and that's why we're doing this podcast is to wrap everything up here at Rocks and Rune Lord. So oh, God, thank you, you, everybody. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you all joined what in on this. Asshole. <laughs> no, it was, just, it was the yes and thing. I it was yeah. totally I'm just yes and my ass. <laughs> so tricks that you can use to bring your party into line with the AP, like especially at Adventure Path. Uh, so I'll start us off. Uh, Matt actually set us up pretty well by establishing some backstory with Safi. So that's one thing you can do is establish these characters who have ties to the world and other people. How do you get this group of four people with brand new characters and tie them back into the adventure path that is typically extremely linear? Oh, I have a great idea. Yeah? You have a brother or a sister, twin sister, twin brother, that has the exact same <laughs> class. Oh and so instead of Daris, it's Maris. Okay. Or yeah. Lipton 2.0. Lipton 2.0. There, there you go. Yeah. I, I, I've never done that. I don't know what oh you're talking about. I, in my opinion, it depends on the, the game that you're playing and your players. Like if... You're playing kind of a, a looser game, like just kind of for the fun of it. Just bring them in. Just, right. just right, drop you, them right back into it. And just make up something on the spot. If you're doing something more like this, you need to plan ahead and like actually design a background that kind of brings you part of it. Which is something that you did with Safi yeah. and bringing in some of the backstory and stuff that we've done in the past with other characters. Right. So now I have three potential background or back up characters because of the background I wrote. Right. Well, and I mean, if realistically, if you think about it, like our characters had families or people that they knew, it's not like they were never right. riding back home. Just yeah. because it wasn't on air, it doesn't mean it didn't happen. Sure. So yeah, there's a lot of off air stuff. You know, I, I, Wes and I had joked around about bringing uh, Benjamin's dad in as like an investigator. You know, I like, freaking love it. And somebody in the yes. Discord actually suggested yes. that as well. I haven't seen that. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. They're like, wouldn't yeah. it be really awesome if uh, Benjamin's dad took the shotgun off the fireplace right. mantle <laughs> and went funny. out for revenge? Your dad yeah. is played by. Uh, Dirty Harry. Uh, Clint, oh, Clint Eastwood. Eastwood. Go yes. on. I'm totally yeah. <laughs> all about that. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so there's some ways that you can do it. Uh, there is just the drop-in method, which if you're just playing with a group of friends, that's probably what I would have done. In a lot that's what ways. I do a lot but in the game. If your group is really into the storytelling aspect and really want to enjoy like the overall overarching story, then that then coming up with a way to introduce the characters by having a backstory character or finding some way to tie in, there's always ways to do it. You just have to go and find it. So that's what we're gonna do. And also when I'm playing a character, I always whenever I start a new character, I'm already working on my backup looking at ways to make that character when I'm playing them somehow tie into another character, Mm. you know? So with this new character that I'm bringing in today, 
I'm now considering how I'm going to act, play him to incorporate a potential nether backup. See, that's just setting yourself mm-hmm. up to die. Well, I mean, it's yeah, is the person like, who's died twice now. Yeah, well, yeah. Maybe, maybe, you should, I mean? maybe you should look ahead. <laughs> it's and, amazing that you guys look as ahead that you do, because I know that when you build characters, you build like seven or eight levels of way ahead of where we are. Yeah. When I build a character, I build them at the level we're being introduced at. And then when we level up, I look at all the new stuff. Yep, that's I, me. I don't that's sit there me. and like level yeah. up ahead of time. I have no Ew. idea what I'm picking next because I like I like to level my characters up with what experiences they've had. So if something's happened and I see a feat that correlates to what may have happened, I'm like, oh, sure. cool. I'll pick that oh, over yeah. something yeah. that's planned. You know what I mean? Right. That was Benjamin 100%. Every time I would level him up, I would have different things that I was like, well, he's learned this. And yes. now we know why he died. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he was a total no, fucking he, fluke. He was. <laughs> I was just shitting with you. So awesome. So I'm just trying to think of ideas for a GM and knowing the character's backstories and how to tie them into it is going to be paramount. Like taking in your player's influences and uh, knowing what they enjoy, because really and truly it's a group of five people trying to have a good time telling a story together. You want to know what those four people really enjoy. And if they just want to dive back into the killing, then just make four new characters and show up at the clock tower and freaking wipe that Wake the floor with her this it's time. It's all about the players. Whatever yep. the players are, like whatever kind of players you have, that's how you do it. But if you have somebody like Hannah in your group who has like deep backstory and like all these different connections and they really into the storytelling, then do that as yep. well. Like and uh, try and get them back into the story as fast as possible. Right. I would say that's one of the big things for us is that at least it, to me, it feels this way. Over all of the years we've played together, the number one rule has always been the rule of fun. Yeah. Definitely. Like if we're not having fun, we're just not going right. to do it. But we're playing a game. Games yeah. are made. To have fun yeah and the rules exist yeah. for a reason but for the most part i mean we clearly ignore them <laughs> <laughs> we just don't read them <laughs> i mean why would you that just yeah. takes up time that i could be writing story yeah, i don't like that rule anyway yeah and that's actually what i do a lot i don't like that rule so we're not gonna use it so are you guys ready yeah. to begin season two of rocks and rune lords season three see three is this well, we're going book? into book three i guess right, right? Okay, so 2. it's been 5? a year. <laughs> okay, year or two. Year or two. Yeah. All right. Oh. And it's a two? whole new character. I see what you're doing. Yeah. I see season what you're doing. two of Rocks okay. and Rude Lords. Okay. I like season two. Whatever, yeah. Wes. We can uh, come <laughs> up with some. <laughs> hey, they're all just random numbers in a right. way, right? Season just, seven. Just throw Don't them in. Don't know why. <laughs> Are you guys ready to start season seven of Rocks and Rune Lords? <laughs> Dang, I thought this was negative 4.2. I'm uh-huh. out. <laughs> all right, so the music swells up. Everything is amazing. We got Q light, Q sound, roll tape. Here we go. Season two of Rocks and Rune Lords. Uh, so we're going to open up our scene on some huge pillars. It's the front of the Justice Court where Safi and Yenli brought uh, what's his face, Sudo. Sudo and yeah, it brought them all down to the hells. Sudo and Leary. Miri? No, Miri was me. Leary. Yeah. Leary. It was Leary. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Way to go. Yep. Well, Miri was there too. Yep. Oh, so we're at the front of the Justice Court. It's probably uh, the ninth of Lamashan. It's the day before shit breaks out. Um, and we are going to see um, a large half-orc in beautiful armor striding up to the entrance of the Justice Court. Matt, you want to take over from there? Sure. Uh, so he is wearing a full plate armor that's golden, um, pushing just shy of seven feet tall without armor. So he's a massive, massive man. Longsword, shield, just immaculate. Everything's perfect. Walks into the courthouse, goes up to the clerk, and when he gets there, he pulls his helmet off, and he's a half-orc. He's completely shaven, completely bald, not even eyebrows, and he's got this angelic script tattoos all over his face and head very very tasteful very well done uh he pulls off his helmet kind of puts it under his arm and he stands almost like a parade rest like a military standing in front of the clerk and is just politely calmly and patiently waiting to be acknowledged by the clerk and she says nothing she's just like writing on paper ignoring him yeah pointedly. yeah scratch, scratch. he sets his helmet down on the desk can I help you? Yes, ma'am. I'm here looking for a friend of mine. Brought in some convicts from... What was the name of that town? I forgot. Same <laughs> <one>. <laughs> 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 from 
from Sandpoint, a pseudo and a leery. Have you filled out all the forms? No. Well, I'm sorry, sir. I'm not going to be able to help you without all the necessary paperwork. Ma'am, where can I find the forms? Oh, you're going to have to go down to uh, the second floor. He nods and grabs his helmet, puts it back on, and goes down to the second floor. Down to the second floor? Yes. We're on the third, apparently. (laughs) I don't know. It just came out, okay? That's all right. We were on the third floor. (laughs) So you go down to the second floor, and there's nobody there. It's an empty floor. Like it's under like construction. it's under construction. There's empty cubicles everywhere. There's a mop leaning up against one of the door frames. They must be at lunch. <laughs> He'll go back up to the third floor, takes his helmet off, sets it down. Oh, you're back so soon. There's nobody there. Are they at lunch? I suppose they are. Could you help me in the meantime? Yeah, you can take a seat over there and wait. He grabs his helmet, goes and sits down. Seven hours later. Because ten, min- you- ten minutes later. Okay. <laughs> Stands back up, walks over, sets his helmet down on the desk. Ma'am. Yes, sir. What can I do for you? You can help me. Do you know who I am? No, sir. Who are you? Please. I'm so interested. And he kind of just leans over and puts his hands on the desk. It's right in her face. Are you looking at me? Do you see my eyes? I'm the Reaper. Good for you. And I'll roll an Intimidate check. <laughs> All right. Go for it. Let me use a hero point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. 21. Uh, yeah. Intimidate oh, yeah. You're slightly. Just a little bit. I mean, you are a tough secretary who deals with these people all day, every day. Yeah. But yeah, this one has a little something he's extra. Big. Yeah. He's got tusks, I guess. Yeah, and right. he's got an aura about him. Like, he's got a presence to him. Yeah, there's okay. something. There, yeah. Okay, listen, listen. I'll help you out. If you want to file a missing persons report, go talk to Christy Shanks in the Magnamar Police Building, okay? Thank you. You're welcome, sir. Have a nice day. And he will grab his helmet, put it back on, and head to wherever that might be. All right. Um, You are actually going to be heading to the police department to file a missing persons report. Okay. You probably just now tracked Safi into town, like, maybe 24 hours before. Right. So is is that what he would do? Yeah, he's, he's... All he knows is that Safi and some of his friends were delivering some convicts or some to be judged in Magnamar, um, and he's just going with what he knows. He's going to start here and then go to the bars. Sounds good. So you head over to the Magnamar Police Building, which is basically right across the street from the Justice Building. It's a much smaller building, but still ornamental, uh, especially in the style of Magnamar. They're not going to let their police look shabby. So you walk in, and it's a similar setup to the Justice Building with with a clerk right at the front. And uh, if you ask them where the missing persons report, they'll point you to the basement, okay. three stories down. You finally get down there, and it's a little tiny office. Sub-basement two. Yes. <laughs> <It's> the- <laughs> exactly. And it's this little tiny door. It's less than three feet wide when the standard in- opening for a door is like 34 right. inches. This yeah. one's like 28. It's like the bathroom under the stairs. Oh, it is. <laughs> it totally is. It's the Harry Potter department, the missing persons <laughs> of Magnamar, because they get so much, it's really not worth donating too many resources to any individual case. Right. Sort of like New York. So you knock on the door, but nobody answers. So finally you try it. It opens. Okay. And inside is a large person uh, standing there talking to a clerk about somebody else. Yeah, I, uh, I'm looking for some people here. And the other lady at the other building, they said that this was the right building. Is this is this the right building? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is the right building. You're filing a missing persons report. Yeah, yeah, for like five or six folks. They're, they're all okay. gone. I haven't seen them. I, there were a couple that were yeah. murdered, but uh-huh. you know the, the rest, right. they, they're nowhere to be found. Sure. They haven't shown back uh-huh. up. Yeah, they're probably dead. Well, yeah, but I mean, if they weren't with the others, so right. maybe they're still uh-huh. out there somewhere. Sure. Right. Look, she said you could help. Yeah. You're not really being okay. super helpful. What, okay, what do you need listen. from me? Uh, if you'll just take this uh, form here and hand you a clipboard with uh, about five sheets of paper on it. And by five sheets, I mean like hundred notebook size like in it's five different ones 
all 100 pages long. And he's like, yeah, if you'll just fill this one out for uh, each person, we'll be Are glad you, to look into you're it. You're kidding. You. This is going to take forever. Yeah, if you'll just sit over there. Um, did you bring your own pen? Uh, pen? What's a pen? Uh, it's the thing that you write with. Okay, no, I didn't. I, do you need me to, like, write it in blood or something? Uh, I don't recommend it. That's well, a lot of writing. Do you have something I can write with? Um, no, we don't supply that here. They don't. Are you fucking kidding me? They don't give us quills. Oh my god, quills. Okay, fine. I, I'll take these and I'll be back with them later. Yeah, if you'll uh, if you'll just sit over there. So, um, <laughs> Adam, when the door opens and you turn around and see this large orc in half plate uh, standing there in the doorway, what does Reaper see? Sorry, full plate. What does Reaper see? Uh, another tall human, uh, not quite as tall as Reaper. Think close to like six foot. So tall-ish, you know, above average. Uh, long, pointy ears. Very clearly a human, but the ears seem to be cropped. Super long green hair. Uh, so kind of just a weird hodgepodge of like, I mean, carny looking kind of guy. Like he, he doesn't fit into the regular look, if that so makes sense. Very human, but with pointy ears that yes. have been cropped. Yeah, clearly cropped. They, they look like they have been cut to look like elf ears. Uh, he's got a massive tattoo on his neck of a bow and arrow and the arrow is pointing down. Uh, okay. And, and remember, anything above the Adam's apple is drugs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was some TV I feel like show. It's a I saw. Scrubs I reference that I don't know. <laughs> no, it was. Yeah. It was some TV show I was watching. It's like Scrubs a, and drugs. Tons of tattoos on everything. It may have been a, either a Family Guy or Simpsons episode. Yeah. I just saw it. Like any any tattoo above the Adam's apple means drugs. Drugs. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so he's uh, standing there, and he he's in like kind of light armor, but it's very colorful, and he's got a big bow strapped to his back. Oh, that's something I forgot to mention. I do have also a bow on my back and arrows. Um, I, I just nod, you know, politely. And as you're moving away, he'll step forward. He kind of looks you up and down. And he's like, wow, how did you get down those stairs with all that armor on? I, I walked. That had to have been hard. No. I just feel like. He kind of cocks his head sideways. <laughs> all right, all right <laughs> how man, how whatever. You, how did you get down here? I mean, I walked, but, like, I'm not carrying a thousand pounds of armor on me. Oh, it is nice, isn't it? I, it's shiny. <laughs> it's mighty shiny. And Droth will sit down. Okay. And walk over, take his helmet off, yep. set it on the desk, uh-huh. kind of wait, and <laughs> yeah. again, just politely, okay. uh-huh. standing there. Right. Hey, he's yeah. probably not going to help you okay. out a whole lot, buddy, but uh, just yeah. pick up uh-huh. one of those forms. The guy uh-huh. over there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can see right. what I'm saying. Okay. Sure. And he's just sitting there saying that yeah. while we're talking. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Excuse me. Yes. What's your name? Uh, my name, um, uh, my name is Peter, Peter, Peter Gabriel. <laughs> Do you like sledgehammers? Uh, a little bit, yeah. They're fun knocking houses over with, yeah. I was told to come talk to you looking oh. for a friend of mine. Um, sure, this is the missing persons office. You found the right place. Good. Christy Shanks is busy right now, so if you'll just have a seat over there. And uh, and he bends over, he's like, oh, he's got my only clipboard. Where's Christy? Oh, she's she's quite busy. That's not what I asked. She's in her office. Where's her office? Uh, right behind me. And yeah, he you starts look, walking that way. Uh, excuse, excuse me, sir. You can't. You can't go he just in there. Looks it's and like, cuts his eyes at him. Uh, Move. Uh, listen. She's very, very busy. And if you go in there while she's busy, then I'll get fired. I'm on here. I am here on behalf of the Church of Iamaday huh? of Absalom. Okay. Sure. Are you going to get in my way? I don't care if you're here on the business of Nephthys herself. I can't let you in. Stop me. Uh, and he like stands in front of the door and puts both hands out and puts them on your chest, okay. which is, you know, his hands are above him. Right. If you're seven feet tall, he's like, uh, seriously, I'll get fired. Those are not the rules. we got to follow the rules around here in the Magnum Heart of Police building. And uh, please don't go in. Hey, I would get out of this guy's way, man. Hold real still. This might hurt. Uh, and he ducks <laughs> out of the way. You go to open the door, and it flies open, and there's a woman with frazzled blonde hair. Like, it's just going every direction. Like, it looks more like a lion's mane than it does hair at this point. Uh, her clothes are disheveled, and she's just furiously scribbling on a piece of paper, and then, like, flips it over and moves on to the next one. What? Peter, I told you not to let anybody else in right now. I shut the door behind me. Like, in the guy's face. <laughs> I'm sorry! <laughs> He's really big. Walks forward, just stands politely, lets her address him. Um, can I help you? 
No, I can help you. Oh, that's great! Are you looking to uh, maybe a bounty on fighting missing persons? And she turns around behind herself, and she's like going through boxes of reports. She's like, uh, this one's 200 years old. Maybe you can find him. No, this one's a week old, and I need you to find the name Safi. Uh, 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 and she starts looking at all of the papers on her desk, and you see hundreds of missing persons in Magnamar. And he kind of goes to parade rest and waits. <laughs> and she's like, uh, oh, okay. And she starts flipping through the papers. It's like 10 minutes, 15, 20, 30. But she's trying. Oh, she, time, she's right? looking now. Okay. Uh, she's like, this is taking up way too much of my time. And 30, 45, an hour later, she's like, I can't, I don't have a name, Safi. Like, it w- if it's only a week old, it would be on this desk. Somewhere, and I'm pretty sure I went through almost all of the papers, and I didn't see it. Thank you. Wait, did you fill out a form yet? No. That would be why I can't find it. Nobody would have filled out a form for him, though. Oh, uh, talk to Peter. He would uh, give you the form for him. And he grabs his helmet, puts it on, and starts walking out. Oh, my God. I just wasted an hour of my day now. Oh, I'm so far behind. Um, I need to call my husband and let him know I'm going to be late tonight. Like the clerk that knows how to send a message. <laughs> she starts texting. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's there's a wizard in the corner that is just that's what they're for. It's like a telephone system. His name is Samsung. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, the, the rival people from uh, from Nokia yeah, right. are a pain in the ass. Oh, I bet that guy knows the Xerox spell. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, but Nokia has like an AC of like 39, oh 40. Oh yeah, at least. <laughs> um, and so you go back out. And Peter's like, uh, can I give you the form now? No, thank you. And he just walks up. I imagine you probably see Droth sitting there trying to fill out these forms. Like, you know that scene in Men in Black when they're interviewing everybody? <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's, like, trying to figure out how to write <laughs> on it, you know? broken pencil in half. Yeah. He's like... <laughs> Does he pull a table over? Oh, yeah, no. Right. He wouldn't, he wouldn't, he wouldn't <laughs> yeah. It's getting me nowhere. He walks out. I'm going to go find a, a, a bar. There's a couple of different options uh, one of the closest ones that you can find on your Google Maps is uh, called a Steaming Narwhal. <laughs> okay, I'll go to the Steaming Narwhal. Steaming Narwhal. You walk in, and this place is almost dead. It's like 10 o'clock in the morning. There's very, very few people here. Uh, it's actually in the capital district of Magnamar. Uh, and waiting on the tables as well as working at the bar, because there's only going to be one person working this entire restaurant at this point, uh, is somebody you may recognize. Okay. Reaper. It, it's been forever since I've seen you. How long has it been? Eight? Twelve? Months? Who are you? You. You introduced me to Safi. I'm sorry. I, I don't recall. What's your <sighs> name? Villantre. And he does a mock like, oh, yeah, military. <laughs> it's been forever. Do you want a drink? I'll get you a drink. Uh, not right now. I'm doing something. Have you seen Safi? No, I haven't. Not in probably three or four months. I brought him a recipe for some rare beer from the South. Hmm. Hey, uh, Reaper just looks at the bartender. Do you know Safi? I am the bartender as well. Oh, you're the bartender? Yeah, I'm everybody. I missed that. I missed that. There's only one person working in this restaurant at gotcha. 10 a.m. Okay. Um, all right, I'm going to find somewhere that he's been recently. He's missing. Can I get you some food? Anything? Sure. I'll, I'll eat something. It's been a while. So after he asks for food, I walk away from where he's at. And as I'm walking, you can see that I'm favoring one side of my body. Slight limp, walking a little bit slowly. And I go and I just prepare a plate of just general breakfast some sausage some beans uh, almost an english breakfast english I breakfast say. Yeah, that's what it um like. and then i go ahead and get a mug of ale with that what is this uh before i'm gonna cut you off what uh what does this person kind of look like he is the most beautiful half elf you've ever seen <laughs> auburn hair green eyes and just there's a glow about him tall slender pretty has a little bit of, you know, just a little bit of a limp as he walks over. If you, uh, if you could describe your character in one word, what would it be? Dr. Hook Hands from 30 Rock. <laughs> I don't think anybody at this table yeah. knows who you're talking about. No. Like, I'm not uh, no. I know 30 Rock, but not Dr. <laughs> Hook Yeah, Hands. I don't remember either. John Hamm. Oh, okay. Oh, my but God. 
a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that the guy from uh, Mad Men? Mad Men. Yeah. Oh, well, you are quite handsome, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> so he's gorgeous, but there's something weird right. about so him. So Doctor Hook Hands in Thirty Rock was this gorgeous doctor, except for he didn't have hands. He had <laughs> hooks for hands, so they called him Doctor Hook Hands. <laughs> the most oh obvious flaw. <laughs> so, <laughs> where did they come up with that name? Well. <laughs> Anyway, so I prepare the breakfast, I get a mug of ale, and as I'm walking over, just as I'm about to sit on the table, I trip, fall, and spear, spill the beer, the beans, the sausage, and everything all over your armor. Oh, oh I, am, I am so sorry. Let me, let me clean that for you. And so then I go, I limp back to the bar, I and get as a you're rag. walking, Reaper holds his hand up, don't worry about it. And like a shimmer of magic starting at his toes just goes up his entire body, and he's completely... Shiny and clean again. Oh, yes. I forgot you can do that. That's the fourth time I've spilt something on you, but that, that's okay. Here, let me do that again. And I pre-prepare the breakfast again. Let's I bring it, it over again. I was going to say, you can spill it all over him again. <laughs> and this time I carry it with the left side of my body, and I set it down with no problem. Thank you. So what brings you to Magnamar? Uh, I, I have something for Safi, but he's disappeared. I don't know where he is. Is Safi here in Magnamar? Last I heard he was. Great, great, great. He wanted me to bring him another beer. I have a special bottle just for him back in my room. Well, I think he's opening a, uh, a brewery down in Sandpoint, so he may definitely want to hear about this. All right. This. I'll keep that sealed, and when we see him, I'll give it to him. Okay. I don't, I'm, I'm going to go check a few other bars because I know how he is. Well, my shift here is about to end. Do you want some company? Sure. I could use your help. All right. And he'll eat whatever, and you know. I clean the bar. No other guests are coming. Yeah, about in. around noon, somebody else comes in to relieve Villentre, and you guys are able to make your way out. Uh, maybe the dockways would be one of the more prevalent areas for bars and taverns, okay. especially with the amount of commerce that happens in that area with the huge market in the center of it. How long has uh, our original party been in Magnamar? Like believe a month, week? No, almost a week at this point. Okay. Because yeah. at this point, we're five days after the fight, right? Is that what you said? Uh, no, the ninth is the day before the fight in the clock tower. Oh. Has so you guys yet? are holed up in the townhouse oh. at this point. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, you're... Right. you're gotcha. Like maybe Miri's flying around invisible over heads or something, but that's about it. Okay. I'm, I'm asking because Droth would have saw the original party go into Magnamar because he was the, in the carnival area. Sure. So, But you probably don't know any names or what No, but I would have like, recognized them maybe. maybe is his last name asshole? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 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 He's not Greg's brother or no, anything? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> so while you guys are making your way to some other bars that Villantre, after being in Magnamar for a little while, is familiar with, he's like, oh yeah, they're down here. Um, you guys actually pass through this large merchant street area. Uh, where there are several merchants hawking their wares all the way through. And there's this one booth. It's a little tiny wooden cart. Uh, but there is literally nobody standing at this cart. And there's this little person trying to sell some stuff. hi Gourmet farm-to-table bugs. Insects. Get your bugs. Hello, ma'am. How about... Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. No. Okay, okay. Bugs. I've got bugs. <laughs> I can cure that. <laughs> Would anybody like some gourmet bugs here? I've got barbecue cockroaches and uh, honey roasted... <laughs> bull weevils. Honey roasted bull weevils. Sample? Anyone? Free sample? Anybody... Ooh. Somebody <laughs> Please come buy my box <laughs> Do you have any uh, chocolate crickets? Oh my goodness Sir, I am so happy to tell you Yes, I do I have so many chocolate covered crickets I have white chocolate, dark chocolate I've got milk chocolate We've got semi-sweet What would you like? Just one milk chocolate These are a delicacy and pretty expensive Just, Just one? Just one. You only want one? Just one, yes. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, here you go. How, he, he how much it. is this? Oh, uh, two copper, please. I'll give you one copper for oh, it. I, listen, th- this is gourmet stuff here. Oh, come okay? on. And I flash really, really white teeth with a smile. You know what? 
okay, for you, what copper? And he takes it and he wraps it up lovingly. You know, he wraps it in a little tissue and he puts it in a little bag and he ties it up for you and he passes it over. So I take it, I stick it in my pocket, I pull out the one copper and my hand as I'm giving it to you is shaking and I drop the copper on the table. Uh, sir, are, are you all right? Oh, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. You seem to be trembling. Oh, no, 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 that's, don't worry about that. Could I get you something? No, no, no. A- anything the, else? The, the cricket is perfectly fine. Oh. Thank you. Okay. I like to imagine that the, that this person has totally conned you out of the one copper because normally she sells a hundred of these per copper <laughs> and you were like, just one really? She's like, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking she like turns around and grabs a bag of them and yeah. opens one up, yeah. pulls one out, you know. Well, I am a small business person. I business well, mind. Secret. Yes. I'm not eating it. I felt sorry for her. Did you just buy a bug? <laughs> I did. Why? No one was frequenting her cart, and she needs to make some money. So now that you guys have been talking Good to her job. for... job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now that you guys have been talking to her for a minute, what do they see? Uh, first of all, it's a, it's a he. Oh. It's oh. A, it's a male. My right. apologies, Obviously. sir. <laughs> So, basically, you see a little upright walking uh, frog wearing overalls. <laughs> a, uh, there's a straw hat tied around him, you know, hanging on his back, kind of. And he's got like a little like, uh, polka dot bandana. Wind in the Willows. You ever heard of that? Yeah. A little thinner, oh, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, L- okay. yeah like, uh, think uh, the Warner Brothers top hat wearing dancing, you know. Yeah. Like, Hello, Hello, my baby. Hello, Hello, my baby. Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. Or the alien from, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that, that's that's a great one. Yeah. yeah. Then uh, so, but with a straw hat instead of the fancy top hat. So country or, boy frog. Correct. Yeah. And like green frog or like mm-hmm. tree frog with like red spots. Oh, he's yeah, yeah. No, he's he's very colorful. He's green, but he does have some red spots. Okay. And he's got big golden eyes. Okay. Do you have a name on your cart somewhere? Like a name of the business. Yes. Oh, yes. What, what is it? Uh, so, so across the little the dinky wooden cart, it <laughs> says, "Pose gourmet insects." Fresh from Puddleheimer Farms. Hmm. <laughs> Reaper, walk, Reaper walks on. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye. I continue Goodbye, limping behind Reaper. Good luck. Yep. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I think I'm going to need it. <laughs> and then as I walk away, I drop the bug on the ground. <gasps> oh, no. She can't see it. Right. He can't see it. It's out of Oh, I view. hope not because his little heart would fucking break. <laughs> So you're you have a straw hat and how are you dressed? Oh, overalls. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were like a hillbilly bug. Oh yeah. Okay. Or hillbilly frog. Country done come to yeah. town. <laughs> Listen, I'm an entrepreneur. Okay, I'm a traveling salesman. Don't fuck with me. Okay. Join some sort of multi-level marketing scheme <laughs> to sell chocolate bugs. <laughs> I am so excited to be Bug growing pyramid. this business. It's changed my life. Here's my problem. Bugarama. How does Poe catch the bugs? It's a frog. They catch it with... Yeah. <laughs> so you, ca- you oh, t- no, no, catch no, no, it with no. your tongue and spit them out? No. Yeah. How dare uh. you? No. I own a farm. I raise these bugs. Oh. Yes. So you have like a... free range? Are they free range bugs? Of bug, course. Bug farm. Yes. She said they were gourmet. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I imagine that Organic. a free-range bug farm, they would just leave. I am the area's top animal <laughs> insect husbandry specialist. Okay? Insect husbandry. Yes. 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 And, and a gourmet chef. I might add. And so you guys make your way into you several know. different uh, bar. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say, you know, I bet Safi's shopped here before. He would eat anything. He, he would, yes. Hey, uh, frog. Uh, my, my name is my name is Hopalog Puddleheimer. You can call me Poe. Poe. My friends call me Poe. Excuse me. Yes. Poe. Yeah. You ever uh, heard the name Safi? Safi. Uh, you would have said. Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't think that rings any bells. No, never unfortunately. Here, bugs. Well, I, you know, I haven't had many customers, but hmm. you know. Well, it's worth a shot. What, what did he look like? And he'll describe him. A fat beard. Very jolly. He would have uh, he'd have known you somehow. Hmm. Probably that you're a green or a frog. Oh, well, that, that seems obvious. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. 
Thank you. Uh, yeah, of course. It's like, as you describe uh, a fat, bearded man, she points to somebody. Is that him? <laughs> <laughs> there's one, there's one, there's one, there's, yeah. one, there's one. There's a couple. I, I actually see quite a few uh, on the street right uh, now uh, that, that might match that description. Very happy, very jolly. Probably would have offered you a beer. Oh, a beer. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, nobody's offered me any libations. Okay. That would be very nice, though. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> And so you guys check out several different bars in the area of the Dockway, and nobody has seen or heard of Safi. He didn't spend a lot of time in this area, I don't think, according to the other party. Like, you guys came in, you burned down the lumber mill, you hung out in the townhouse, and that's about it. <laughs> Arsonists <laughs> and thieves. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So it's bitch. you finally... I'm going to have to go back to the sheriff's office and do that damn paperwork. <laughs> so the day's beginning to wind down, and you find yourself in uh, one of the bars at the end of the day. Let's come up with a name for it. Yeah. I, I the Hungry with, Swallow. The Hungry <laughs> Swallow. It's not about how he grips it. It's a simple <laughs> weight ratio. <laughs> All right. You guys walk into the last bar in the dockways, the Hungry Swallow, and uh, it's medium busy uh people are still wrapping up uh their daily business so there's not a ton of people in the bar at this point and uh somebody that you recognize is uh, sitting there still already yes some who who do we recognize you see the guy oh. that was filling out paperwork earlier he's probably leaned up against the bar like whistling a sh- short tune to himself or something uh and clearly like three sheets to the wind he's had he's been <laughs> probably filled out that paperwork and then went to this bar and just sat there and drank until right. i mean still drinking i was gonna yeah. say is he still filling it out i don't know probably <laughs> he might still be filling. He's, he's like a quarter of the way through the first one reaper reaper mm-hmm. i know the owner of this establishment i'm gonna go talk to him see if we can get a little discount on our um food drinks and stuff find a table and i'll come back and join you sure and I'm gonna. He's gonna go up and grab a beer. In the meantime, we will pay our tab later. When he walks up, uh, Droth probably looks over and is like, "Hey, hey, that was you down there. You were filling out some paperwork too, or, or I don't know. You were able to talk to that girl. It was more further than I got. I mean, it wasn't a lot of help. That's not too surprising. No one here in Magnamar has been helpful at all since I've been here. It's like one asshole after another." <laughs> Like Greg asshole? I saw him on the way in. That guy. Everybody knows him. <laughs> well, he's very friendly. Friendly's not the term I would have used. <laughs> everybody seems to be friendly to me. Well, that's probably a good quality. Nice. That must be yeah, nice. I can't say nice. I've experienced that. Uh, but who are you looking for, man? I mean, seems like uh, I mean weird coincidence. Two folks looking for people, you know. Uh, a friend of mine followed him into town. His name's Safi. Yeah, I don't know a Safi. What do you look like? Fat, beard, drink a lot. It's like 99% of the folks that live here, man. That's what everybody says. Yeah, yeah. Wear robes. He's very, very nice. One of the nicest men I ever met. Hmm. Nobody seems to know where he is. Yeah, I, I can't say I've uh, met too many nice folks in Magnamar, especially not any robes. I've only been here for about maybe a week, though. And then while you guys are kind of winding down this conversation and Villanchery has returned with the discount, uh, in walks one of our favorite Bug Gourmet Insect Husbandry Specialists. <laughs> she, or he is, uh, he's done with trying to sell bugs for the day, and they just need to get a drink. So he just looks absolutely beat. You know, he takes, it, he takes the straw hat off. And he's just kind of sagging, and he's dragging the little itty-bitty cart with him, you know, because it's so small that it can fit inside the tavern. <laughs> and he that just, small. How tall are you? So it's a red wagon? I, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the radio yeah. flyer, yeah. pretty much, yeah, yeah. Um, so he, you know, he kind of just he walks up, and he climbs up onto one of the bar stools, and he's literally standing in it, because he's, you know, he's little. He's little. How tall is he? Like, I don't. I don't know. He's a small creature. Three feet, three yeah, and a half feet, somewhere sure. in there. He's, okay. He's itty bitty. Uh, you know, so he walks in and he's just he just looks tired and he's. Oh, the he, frog. He looks at the bartender and he just goes, "Well, another day, another copper. <laughs> I still haven't found my dream woman. This is awful. This is this is turning out to be the worst." business trip I've ever been on. And the bartender cleaning out a glass that he's probably been cleaning for the last hour goes, so Paul, 
Any luck today? No, no. I mean, you know, I sold I sold that guy a, a chocolate covered cricket, but Oh really? Yeah, Did you try it? Oh, it was delicious. Oh, it's oh fantastic. I haven't had the uh, the courage to do so yet. I'm you so try happy. I'm really I'm just so glad that you were able to enjoy it, you know, that just keeps me going, man. Like You guys are near <laughs> Droth, right? Oh yeah. Droth like the moment he hears chocolate covered crickets, he's like, Oh, whoa, chocolate covered crickets. Yeah. You got some? I have so many, you don't even understand. <laughs> You're kidding, right? No, no. What? I've got. Look at my cart, man. It's overflowing with bugs. I'll buy a pack. <gasps> a pack? Yeah. You'll buy a pack? Oh, I love them. Are you serious? Those were Harold's hey. favorite. Harold taught me to love crickets. Who's They're Harold? Great. Harold was an old friend of mine. Oh. He uh, he died, unfortunately. It was murdered. Uh, Buying bugs? It sounds like he had great yeah. taste. He, I mean, I don't get this. I'll definitely buy some. So, Poe, oh. it looks like it's your lucky day. It's my lucky day. You might finally be able to pay off that tab of yours. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. You know? Hey, well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> How much is the is Poe's tab? I'll pay off 100 the tab. 100 gold. Holy shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm I don't just think kidding. I could rack up that much even in, like, you know, six years. Yeah, it was. It's interest, though. Oh, no, it's only five gold. Five gold? Barkeep, hey. these, these fine yeah. gentlemen are all with me. Oh, oh. Who Fantastic. are you? With, with you? Yes. Oh, man, thank you so much. Oh, you're you, welcome. You don't even know. You guys, oh, thank I'm not, you. I'm not covering your tab. Oh, shit. I'm just letting him know <laughs> that, he, that you all are sitting with me. <laughs> and who are you? I'm Villentray. Villentray? Oh. What's your name? Droth. And he, like, puts his hand out, like, to shake, you know. I don't, I reach out, but the hand is shaking, and it's very slow coming Oh, it's an you. auto shaker. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Use my good hand. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> Droth will look over at the bartender and yeah, I'll, I'll pay off his uh, tab. I mean, if, if you'll give me some crickets, I'll pay off your tab. I will give you anything from this cart that you'd like to have. I want all the crickets, all the chocolate crickets. Oh, Did you, you just pay 100 gold for bugs? Yeah, man. Have you never. I detect evil. It was five, five gold. gold. <laughs> Oh, I thought you said 100 gold. <laughs> he did, but it was just five. Oh, it was I mean, kidding. I five. Okay. five gold for great chocolate crickets? See, <laughs> I wasn't oh. paying attention. All I heard was 100 gold. Yeah. He didn't hear the five part. Like. And Poe hops down, and he is like, he's going to work, and he is wrapping these crickets in like, you know, this beautiful like, Hey, don't worry. Just leave them in the bag. Style. Oh, really? Yeah, really? just leave them in the bag. You're just going to you just gonna go just for it? Just toss them in the mouth. Uh, yeah, oh, just God. leave them in the okay. bag. Oh, man. Thank you, Fred. And he'll... It is so nice to meet you. What's your name? My name's Droth. Droth. I'm so pleased to meet What's you. What's your name? Poe. Poe. You call me Poe, man. That's not my name, but you Call me Poe, your right. friend. And Droth will take this bag of chocolate crickets and he's popping them like cherries. I'm just, yeah, I heard they're, I hear they're really great. That's what I've heard. And Droth Gross. loves them. Uh, yeah, man. My, like I said, my friend Harold ate them all the time. This was like his favorite thing. Anytime we got into a city where you could find chocolate covered crickets, that's what he was buying. I've also got a, a cinnamon covered uh, cockroach legs. That sounds like fucking to, uh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I'm I won't real push picky it. about your bugs, Jesus. Huh? I only do, I only do the chocolate crickets. <laughs> so you're looking for this Harold person? Is that what your paperwork's for? No, no. I, I wish I was looking for Harold. Uh, no, Harold's died. He uh, he was murdered. I I came back from the bar. You know, all my buddies. We were out. I woke up the next morning. You know, it's like you ever wake up and you have no idea how you got there because that happens to me a lot. Uh, We're going to be great friends. Uh, And, and, you know, I went to go check on my buddies. They never came back to the uh, the cart. It's not a cart. The circus wagon? The wagon. Oh, the wagon. Yeah, they never came back to the wagon. Uh, So are you a gypsy? No, gypsies. Those uh, gypsies are weird, man. That's why I was asking. Yeah, no, no, no. No, I'm a carny. Oh, great. That's (laughs) so much better. (laughs) <laughs> At least oh you God. have a job, right? Yeah, right? <laughs> Do you Those make gypsies? balloon animals? No, 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 no. I can't make balloon animals. Really? That was Poggy. Poggy makes balloon animals. Who the hell is Poggy? Poggy's one of my missing friends. Oh, He's a clown. What oh. do you do in the carnival? Oh, man, you name it, I do it. I've been with the carnival since I was a kid. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I've been traveling with the carnival since I was about six. Okay. So, I, I mean, I really specialize with bow and arrows. I'll shoot apples out of your mouth, off your head, off your hands. I'll just shoot you if you want. That's great. I can do trapeze stuff, acrobatics. You know, I can set up the wagon. I can break the wagon down. You name it, I can pretty much do it. We might have to test that later. You seem to have many talents. And the bartender's really interested. So, you're a part of the circus, right? Uh, Yeah. And you said uh, half your friends are missing and half of them are dead? Just about, (laughs) yeah. How are you going to pay your tab? (laughs) Oh, well, I've got plenty of money. We just had a big show here in Magnamar. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, yeah. Your dead friends weren't holding the apple, were they? No, I mean, they had at one point in time, but they weren't holding the apple when they died. No, they had some sort of weird rune, like 
It's like carved into them. And you don't remember that night. Uh, not a super well. I know it wasn't me. Don't give me that look. I see. I see what you're doing. Just because I'm a carny man. No, I didn't kill them. How much does uh, Reaper know about the the murders and the the runes? I would imagine not a not whole much. lot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Droth, you you mentioned something about a rude. Yeah, yeah. In what, fact, uh, what it look like? It kind of looked like this. And he pulls out this necklace, and he's got the Sahedrin medallion, uh, and it's got the Sahedrin ruin on it. Yeah, this was uh, on my pal. It his uh, it was in his wagon. I I don't know where he got it from. I don't yeah. really know a whole lot about it, but I mean, this was carved into his forehead, and it was carved into random places on two of the other bodies that I found. So the guy who had the medallion had that carved in his forehead. Yeah, yeah. Was he dead? Well, yeah, no, yeah, he was dead. And now you have the medallion. You say the thing is, is like I took it because I wanted to be able to remember what it looked like and maybe show it to some folks and see if they had <laughs> oh seen God. it elsewhere. I know what you're doing. You know, you look suspicious. I know, you, I know what you're doing, and you got it all wrong. It wasn't me. Did you talk to the police about the deaths? Dude, don't ever go to the police for anything. <laughs> Did you give the police that medallion? I didn't even talk to the police. Why would you ever go straight to the police? All oh they're going to try and do is run me out of town. I'm Reaper. a party. Reaper. Reaper. Yes, yes, yes. You know what we must do. No. And Droth is kind of like backing away from the bar. It's like, <laughs> what are you guys going to do? We must talk to the authorities. <laughs> oh, I tried that. Well, we tried it for a missing person, but we obviously have three murders here, and the symbol is just sitting right here. And of course, that's a great cue for the door to open again, and in walks... A portly gentleman in a tan coat smoking a cigar. And he surveys the bar and he's looking around. And he's like, hmm. Hmm. And he just comes and joins you at the bar. He leans up all nonchalant like and he goes, uh, which one of you is Reaper? I stand up. It <laughs> was a visual joke from Casey yeah. with a shaking hand pointing, pointing at me. At me. Yeah. <laughs> Great job. That's really good for radio. Okay, no, great, great for beautiful. It's great for a podcast. Yeah. So, uh, you, hmm? Yeah. Well, my name is Christopher Columbu, and I also am looking for Safi. Word got through the police department that you were as well. Yes. You didn't fill out a report. I was going to go back. Well, then, consider it done. Thank you. Wait, the you the report? Because I got like five. Could you just no. like sweet? No. Absolutely. Not. <laughs> oh, sir, um, this gentleman who has like five missing people also has three dead people. Oh, or more? I don't know. <laughs> oh, we're we're quite familiar with Droth as well. Okay. Oh, you are. I just want to make sure that. Oh yeah, we've been following you. Why have you been following him? Uh, Big brother. Did he tell you about his dead friends? Uh, yeah. I'm just in Adam's brain. Yeah. He's <laughs> like checking himself for bugs. They're always watching, man. <laughs> GPS. <laughs> oh, no, we're we're investigating those murders as well. Chris, Good. someone oh. needs to be. Chris, sure. my friend. Chris. Christopher. Christopher. Yes. Sorry, Christopher. Mm. Uh, yeah. Can I get you a drink? No, I'm working. No, it doesn't have to be alcoholic. I can get you some water. Some water would be great. Lemon ale. Yeah. Great right. water. Mm. Did did so when Christopher introduced himself? Did he give a title, investigator, or is there no nope. constable or no? He like just that? would have said, "My name is Christopher Columbo." Okay, I think it's supposed to be inferred from the top hat and the coat and the. There's you know. no hat. Oh, is there not? No. It's just a g- tan overcoat oh, okay. smoking a cigar. Okay, okay. sorry, my bad. <laughs> God. <laughs> the reason being is, uh, Safi's really hung up on titles. Okay, so if he knows there's a title, he's going to use it. Gotcha. Who's who's hung up on Shit. titles? I knew I was, I knew I was gonna do that. <laughs> oh, let me it's, pour it's, some out real it's, quick. It's the it's the first of many. Yeah, Reaper is caught up on okay. titles. Like one of the things about his skill set is he only has knowledge, nobility, mm-hmm. and he has uh, a, a bad trait <laughs> where he doesn't have any other knowledge skills. He cannot roll and even do the uh, like ten or less. Yeah, unless he's got points in it, and he has points in nothing else but nobility. So what you? He dumb. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> Dumb and pretty. And so Christopher will look over at you. So, tell me about Safi. Safi, a good friend of mine. He's uh, came to town, dropping off a couple of uh, convicts from God. Set Point. Set Point. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I had some things for him. I was looking for I found him. I was tracking him down to give him a gift, but now I can't find him. What? I'm missing. Okay. Well, you keep looking for him. When you find him, will you uh, will you let us know over at the MPD? Sure. Can you give me a direction to start looking? I've checked every bar. No, we're not quite sure. But if you track him down and you make contact, you let us know, okay? Yes, sir. Villantre re- returns with a mug full of ale, but it is the lightest lager possible in that bar. But like... Yeah. He sniffs it, puts it down, says, thank you for the drink. Reaper, let's keep in touch, okay? Yes, sir. Trump and he'll grabs out. that drink and starts chugging it. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's easy. basically water. <laughs> Trot doesn't care. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and wind down for the end of the night. You four can party on as you see fit. Uh, a few days are going to pass by of Reaper looking for Safi and not having any success. Maybe the four of you keep in touch and meet up in the Hungry Swallow once in a while to enjoy a drink. Uh, but it's almost five days later at this point that you guys are hanging out at the hungry swallow one more time. Uh, and as you guys are enjoying the night drinking away, uh, Christopher Columbo will walk back in again. Go, Reaper. Yes, sir. Any luck finding that Safi guy? Uh, no. Interesting. We lost tabs on him about four days ago because now it is the you know where he was. 14th of Lamashan. I did. I was hoping you'd be able to find him and maybe we could do some more tracking, but uh, some nasty business has evolved. Like what? Well, he was tied up with three other awful types of people. Uh, we found <laughs> we found one of them dead in a clock tower about uh, about three, four days ago. You don't know where Safi is? No, that's uh, the interesting thing. We have two of his friends in... Uh, Oh, what do you call it when they're in jail? Custody? custody. We have two of his friends in custody. Uh, one of them was dead. Uh, Safi, though, Safi's disappeared completely. It grabs his helmet. Where are they? His friends. Yes. Oh, we've got them in the hells. Let's go. Uh, it's a little past our worrying time, but... Um, oh, sure. Christopher, it's fine. <clears throat> Who are you? Valentre. Oh, of course. Well, Droth, any luck finding your buddies? No, I was hoping maybe... Still uh, to fill out the paperwork. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Five days later. Like I'm on the third one, man. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping maybe you had found something out about them. No, no, just uh, just the three dead. The three dead, man. Yep. Three dead? Oh, yeah, with the runes carved into their head. He was telling you about it. I heard it. Oh, over. oh, oh. Yeah. Sorry. Maybe, uh, maybe this Safi's friends will know something. We'll see. Uh, well... Reaper, if it'll help us find Safi, because we got to track this nasty business down. Come on in. And he'll lead you over back into the justice court. Uh, He'll go up to the third floor, then back down five. So you're two floors underneath again. Uh, and then to get down. Yeah, got to get up. I don't know why, but the idea of this like seven foot tall man in like a thousand pounds of armor walking up and down stairs just cracks me up. I don't know. I don't know why, but it's just this image. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he holds the guardrail? (laughs) Well, he's strong as a freaking ox, so it's like nothing for him. You should see his horse. (laughs) But what happens if you fall down the stairs? It's really loud. Really loud. Very, very loud. And whoever's under you is dead. Yeah, right. And you get down there, and there's just this, like, row of cells, and they branch off in every other direction, and there's, like, dimly lit, and he'll lead you down a little ways, take a couple of twists and turns, and almost get you lost while you're down there, and he'll come to two cells that are right across from each other. To the right is Miri. To the left is Daris. And he goes, these are the two uh, people that we're trying to figure out. They're wanted, they're in here for arson and murder of nine people in a lumber mill. And then uh, they also are, uh, they've, they're, they're charged with uh, loitering and trying to, like, robbing a townhouse. <laughs> Decent exposure from Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to tell you about that one, but you're exactly right. Lewd and lascivious <laughs> yeah, behavior. Exactly. <laughs> like trying to pay off Columbo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the old-fashioned way. Yeah. <laughs> and bribery, of course. <laughs> so everybody's there with me, or is it just... 
Would you guys have followed him if you were all in the Hungry Swallow, or is it just Reaper at this point? That's a good question. Uh, Droth probably would have gone. I mean, he's trying to figure out where his friends are, and he, he's interested in what has killed his other friends uh, and why some of them got away, if that makes sense. Villantre owes Safi the, the drink that he has, so he's going to be bringing it to Safi. Whether he follows him to the prison or not, he'll be there, but not necessarily in the cells. Because going up and downstairs. It's a little difficult. So by the time the conversation ends, you finally get down there. Exactly. So I'm not even going to make the effort. I would just stay up in the police station. Gotcha. And Poe is really interested in uh, Droth's situation, so he would probably tag along. Also, Droth's uh, money purse. Yeah, I was going to say, Droth is probably carrying around. Like, he's been buying crickets from you and grasshoppers and stuff the whole time. So he's been popping these chocolate crickets. We're buddies now. Like, (laughs) yeah, probably. I mean, just for reference, the reason why I negotiated down from two copper to one copper is that's the only money I had. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I took advantage of someone in financial distress. I feel terrible. Destitute. Oh, my God. I have problems. (laughs) I'm joking. joking. You a gambler? (laughs) No. All right, so Miri and Daris, you guys are in the hells, and you are staring at a large half-orc and beautiful full plate. Christopher Columbus right there with him, along with two other people that you don't recognize. One of them, a frog. How long have we been in the clink? Uh, at this point, probably for four days. You were there the night of the 10th, uh, then the 11th, 12th, 13th. So you're looking at uh, four days. Okay. <laughs> They're already hard, like we call it the clink. Yeah. <laughs> that life is rough on the inside. We're in the four clanger. days later. <laughs> oh Gourds covered in prison tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know how uh, oh my God. in the, uh, the Riddick movie, the first one, uh, Pitch Black? Yeah, yeah, Pitch Black. So, <laughs> whenever he was really dramatic and he'd like reach over the back of his head to pull his goggles yes. off the sea, <laughs> like it's just really, really. Yeah. So, that's what Reaper does. Like, he reaches <laughs> over the back of his head <laughs> and lifts the, the visor. His vi- the, the, the helmet of his uh, armor is a roaring lion. So, he pulls the visor and so the top half of the head opens up. So, oh, he that's reaches cool. up from behind his head and like oh dramatically. God. And he's just going to focus and detect evil. So he's kind of, he just stares at him for like 18 seconds. <laughs> I'm imagining like Lannister armor. You know, yeah, kind of like, like that. that. It's golden yeah. and yeah. It, it looks kind of like the hound, except it's a lion it's and a lion. the top half kind of lifts up and Man, down. that's really cool. Yeah, so you really just see the top half is yeah. like his eyes and his nose. Yeah. <laughs> and as the visor lifts on Reaper and it reveals this half orc face, uh, Miri and Dara see Reaper for the very first time. You've probably heard stories about him. Absolutely. From Safi, like talking about this awesome guy, Reaper. And there he is standing in front of you. He's actually a connection to somebody that you lost and you know what happened. And this could be, uh, this could be your point of savior, like the saving point, um, where maybe he can set you free or at least help you out at this point. And we're going to pick up right here next week. (laughs) Another week in jail. Yeah. (laughs) More tattoos for Gort. Yep. Roxa and Rune Lords is a production of Back Patio Network. Rise of the Rune Lords and Pathfinder are all property of Paizo. Please find us on Twitter at Back Patio Net. You can find me. I'm Wes. I'm on Twitter at Wes the GM. If you love what you listen to and you can afford it, please find us on Patreon. We are at patreon.com forward slash Back Patio Network. For links to all of our social media, please visit our website, backpationetwork.com. Thanks for listening to the Back Patio Network.